What is the Imperial News Network? INN serves the Star Citizen community with up-to-the-minute news. We bring the developers and events closer to the community. And we love Star Citizen, whether we're flying with our team or with our supporters. Imperial News Network works hard every week to bring the verse to you. We are the community's number one source for all things Star Citizen. And we're glad to have you along for the ride. Hello, everyone, and welcome to Inside the Verse. Hold on. They can't hear you. Now they can. Can't hear Hello. who? Uh, the, the important people. Wait, man, see, that doesn't clarify things for me. The audience <laughs> can't hear us, or were you telling the audience that we couldn't hear them? Uh, well, we can't hear them ever. Yes. I'm just going to say, because one of those is like, duh. You know, so... <laughs> Um, guys, um, before we start the podcast, um, if you are watching this live, you just saw something awesome. If you are watching the recorded version or the audio version, we're going to put a link to what we just showed them in the thing description. That's what it's called. Um, a cool little thing. You're called with professionals now. Um, We'll, we'll talk about, we'll talk more about bulkheads in a little bit, but first. Hello to all you bulkheads out there bulking up to bulk your heads. Welcome to Inside the Verse, <laughs> episode 66, recorded live Saturday, June the 4th. My name is David, I'll be your host for the day, and I'll be killing children with lightning. Above me is Mr. Jake Capella, INN's Director of Video and Games, who will be killing the children with a backhoe. To his right is Mr. Shiver Bathory, who will be killing children with his charm and poise and his winning smile. And below him, beside me, we have Trendane. Trendane unfortunately didn't get the memo and won't be killing any children today. I Keeping could. in mind... Today's podcast does include Trendane. This means that no matter what we try, this content will not be suitable for persons under the age of 18 or over the age of 18. Really, this podcast is now officially not suitable for anyone. So, welcome Wait. to Inside the Verse. The joke is that this is, this is episode 66. Order 66. Kill all ha -ha. the... Ha ha. Ho ho. He he. Here at INN, we make jokes. We make <laughs> and bad jokes. Not all of them land, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Stoutman says, I'm not anyone, so can I still watch? <laughs> yes. Only you, Stoutman. You're the only one allowed to watch this. You can watch, but you can't listen. <laughs> um, Use a bright monitor. Yeah, welcome to the show. Trending is a guest. Hello, Trendane. Hi. 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 Hello. I'm doing you? okay. How are you? Uh, I'm fine. Oh, Actually, I was be better. You know, I was I was really falling asleep before the before the <laughs> podcast, and um, I was having a lot of trouble staying awake. So I, I went to make myself a cup of tea, and when I came back, here's this message from Shiver saying, "Oh, Aaron's <laughs> got the time wrong. It's like totally like." Like 45 minutes from now, I'm like, son of a bitch. <laughs> and so I told I told Eris, I told him yesterday. I provided photographic proof. It's true. I actually know that you told me that yesterday that it would be late. I did. And 
Unfortunately, I can't do math. So today, while I was out at the hardware store buying building supplies and trying to organize people to be on the show, I did the math wrong, and I'm sorry. All you had to do you was say 3 p.m. That's all you had to say. I hate time zones. But you hate tonsils? Yes. It's your time zone. I don't have you know what any. your time zone is? No, I don't. <laughs> You know, don't judge me. There are a lot of times where I don't know what his time zone is because I always imagine Toronto like right on the edge of like Eastern and Central. And since you're not in Toronto, it doesn't matter anyway. Maybe and, not at all. Uh, <laughs> not at all. <laughs> all right. Welcome. Uh, Welcome. For those of you who have never seen this show before, I'm sorry. Um, yeah. It is a Star Citizen podcast about Star Citizen. Sometimes. Sometimes. When we when we make it that way. Um, what happened this week? <laughs> oh my, lots happened this week. Do you wanna start with um, do you wanna start with bulkheads? I wanna start with bulkheads. I think okay. bulkheads is one of the bigger things that's happened this week. Now that everyone watching has put it in their eye holes, in their ear holes, in their yeah, nose holes. Yeah, not their mouth holes. No, it was in my mouth hole too. Well, uh, it was in your mouth hole. Yeah, yeah. Um, everyone, everyone was first. In. Uh, first point of contention about uh, bulkheads. I was killed off rather immediately. <laughs> yeah, I'm glad you, think you noticed it that. You think it wouldn't catch that, David? They spaced yeah, me was... in the first episode. I was thrown was out the airlock. Though. It wasn't a simulation. And and I would point out for the record that um, you know, we didn't do it. So it was an, an, an accident. Uh, yes. In fairness, okay. though, must suck to be your character now. So, Trendane, <laughs> you voice a few people in bulkheads, right? God, yes. <laughs> Just a couple. It's like half the characters in the first... It's like six <laughs> characters in the first episode. And I'm sitting there, it's like, oh, well, he can do that one. Uh, what about this? Well, Trent can do that. It's like, oh, no. <laughs> Here we go again. It's just... It's 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 beyond Skyrim all over again because I do the same thing because they keep coming to me like every couple of weeks going, hey, can you do this particular voice too? I'm like, these characters are going to wind up talking to each other. It's going to happen. And, it, mm, and here we are. First episode, it happens. Admittedly, the first episode was kind of disjointed and unorganized. Um, full disclosure, I didn't actually name most of the characters until we sat down to do the voice acting for them. Because I have experience and I know what I'm doing. Uh, I wrote episode one. Um, it's gotten so. pretty okay, all right reception, I think. Does, does anyone know what views it's up to now? Uh, four or five, I think. No, more. I hear over seven now. Oh. Let's see, bulkheads. Most of those are mine, though. Yeah, I've watched it at least twice. Uh, approaching six thousand right now. I think it's still catching up because last night when I was talking with uh, Mr. Dolvac and Mr. Fiendish Feather about it, it was over sixty-two hundred. It's it's showing showing sixty-four hundred to me now. Oh, yeah, they have, um, from 
the actual bulkheads account they have more accurate numbers yeah. than our public so um yeah. I know that a bunch of people were already uh, yelling at CIG for not giving Bulkheads MVP. It came out too late. It came out. It too came late. out too late. Bulkheads um, launched on the Wednesday. They film. They film ATV on Tuesday. On Tuesday, there yeah. was no way they could give it MVP. Just we next demand week. that you go back in time and fix this next week. Don't you worry your little heads. Um, they it's... already staff picked it on the community hub. That already happened. And I think it's one of the most highly uh, upvoted things on the community hub. Period. So. And on the subreddit. <laughs> yep. Um, yeah. It's doing pretty well. Pretty Largely, good. I would say to people like Trendane uh, voicing, because um, you've, you've brought some form of respectability to. <laughs> <laughs> See, and I'm gonna take it all away, now, David. Why can't you bring that level of humor to the show? Um, oh, sorry. ow. <laughs> ow. That hurt. David, I demand that you write me a character for me to voice, but it has to be the worst, most annoying, terrible character ever. And I'll make I've it come to life. Brock. Worse. I've already written, written worse. Brock. No, no, worse. Worse than Brock. Yes. You can murder him. You can murder my character in that episode. Okay. Maybe I'll, maybe we can give you a short. <gasps> uh, my own short? Keep in mind, so Bulkhead's episode one has premiered. Uh, last night, Trendane actually directed the voice work for uh, the first Bulkhead's short. Oh. So Not how did that two. go? Not episode two. It was a train wreck. No, it wasn't a train wreck. It was... It was it was actually really good. We uh, we went through and um, we had much like with with episode one. While we're sitting there, we wind up doing a lot of we just kind of fall off the rails. In which case, it is kind of a train wreck, and we just start improvising around stuff. And even if the improvisation that we wind up doing, just making jokes back and forth, doesn't fall into episode one, at least we've got ideas that are seeded for episode six and eight and wherever on down the line. And so the same sort of things were happening last night. We're more or less sticking to the script. But there were points where it was like six lines, so it's not that much to derail, really. But it was, you know, it was, it was, it was pretty good. It was pretty good. Yeah. And that's the thing. Uh, I'm writing the scripts at this point. But the, the voice actors have so much leeway in what they choose to say that... They're more like I mean, guidelines. Yes, they're more like <laughs> guidelines than rules. That's you why have to be a bulkhead for them to apply. <laughs> but, so, yeah. yeah, we hope you all enjoyed it because it's a cool thing that yeah. has happened and and for clarification, it's bulkheads isn't by INN. It's no. by a whole bunch of people. But it's just a lot of INN people that have worked on it. <laughs> and that's why it says in association, in association. with yes, INN. Yes. <laughs> it's, it's not an INN thing. It's in association with us. We've it's got its own like thing. we're doing the large amount of the writing and stuff like that. But it's it's Silvax, the this, executive producer. Yeah. Um, I'm directing and writing. Fiendish is doing all of the 
But it's it's a community. The legwork. <laughs> yeah. At the end of the day, though, this is like bulkheads is a community thing. So yeah, um, we it essentially is a really awesome way for everybody in the community to kind of all make one thing together. Someone, I don't remember who, I think it was on, on the subreddit. Someone in the comments had mentioned that there was no, kind of took it a little too seriously. They were uh, they were complaining that there is no way that the UEE would ever give a bangle to a group like this <laughs> because they're so incompetent. And I'm like, you don't understand. I mean, I didn't say it, but I'll, I'll say it now. You, you clearly don't understand what's going on. This is like the UEE. This is the 31st century version of... Hogan's Heroes. Okay, this is Stalag 13 in Hogan's Heroes. I, back, it would, they would never have given a Stalag to a group of, one, of you know people that stupid, but you know it's it's a TV show. One of my favorite things in in episode one is actually how you pronounce the ship name. Now, can you can you do the rolling? Yeah. Can you can I, you do that I, for me? I can sure. Oh, you mean right now? Yeah. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> yes. You mean when I said the Imperitium? Yes, that. <laughs> Which I did as a joke. I didn't think we were actually going to use I that. Love it. <laughs> I love it. I was like, I was like, oh, shit, they kept it. No. Oh Don't... god. And same thing with the Marine earlier on, because I was yes. I was I thought they were gonna do something else. I don't know why. My head was not quite in the game, and I was like, you know, tight pattern, stick to the walls. So I'm covering my mouth while I'm recording, and I'm like, shit. <laughs> so we've had to come up with a with an in-character reason why his voice is muffled and no one else's is. Yep. I I would ask everyone to go to, what is it, like translate.google.com and do a Latin to English translation. You don't and have to roll your R that much in the in the text, though. Yeah, no, no rolling R's. <laughs> but type in imperitium in Latin. And... There's a reason that the ship is named that. Now, anyway, I'm just just saying. I'm curious now. Ah. <laughs> we planned this out. Slightly. There's so things that are going to happen in the videos. So... Before we move on to Star Citizen news, which we really should, Trendane, where else can you be found? Because you're you're now on bulkheads, but like, where else are you? Um, I spend a lot of time over on a Twitch channel uh, called Arvan Alaran, A R V A N L. Something like that. Yeah. Um, I do a lot of voice work over there. We have a group called the Our Vocalists, which is a, a, a group of professional voice actors. Myself, George Ledoux, Russ Goberman, uh, Rob from, from Game Crashers, BB Wolf, a whole bunch of people. Anyway, we get together and Arv will play a game, a live stream a game that has, you know, text and everything like Undertale. Most recently we did AB and Attorney, which is like... Oh, yeah. Um, yeah. And so we're voice acting all of the characters, you know, through the thing while he's playing it live. That sounds awesome. So it is hysterical <laughs> and it's incredibly fun because a, it's a cold read. So if you're not good at cold reading, you are so screwed <laughs> on this thing. But so you've got a cold read, you've got to come up with the character, you've got to maintain. And since you're doing like six or seven characters throughout the course of the show, you have to remember what they sound like. And sometimes yeah. that's the real trouble because you know, 
you're in now you're in the trial and this character you had done you know two hours ago shows up and you're like oh no what did what did he sound like um crap <laughs> but so we do that and then we do uh we also have a D stream that we do every now and again um but most recently uh there was a, a book a, a graphic novel called icarus written by uh greg wilson who is Arvin Elleron, the guy who runs that channel. Um, it's a graphic novel called Icarus, and George Ledoux and myself were conscripted to um, do a uh, dramatic interpretation or an, an audio drama of it. And that uh, just came out yesterday, or it was finished. The, the musical soundtrack and sound effects were just finished yesterday, and I retweeted it uh, the other day. So. That's out, and I want my copy. God damn, I want my copy! Because <laughs> I haven't heard it yet. I mean, we did it. You know, we, I was there, obviously, when we recorded it, but I haven't heard it since it's been completed. So I'm... <laughs> I'm all right. I'm okay. Slightly long-winded answer to your question, but there you go. There you go. You guys should actually do... A Phoenix Wright game that would be amazing. We did. Oh, you we did. did. Oh, excellent. We did. We, yeah, and justice for all. There are many Phoenix Wright. Games. I was. Just I was going. the judge in that. Well, I was a lot of people, <laughs> but I was. I was the judge for that one, and it just it became this running joke that anytime we do that, and I'm like, shut up, because we slammed <laughs> his gavel down. I'm like, shut up. Um, and then we did uh, uh, Shadowrun Hong Kong. That was one of the first ones we did. When that came out, oh, we did it yeah, on, re cool. on release day, and Arv was in Seattle at the Hairbrain Scheme Studios with the developers, and oh, Mitch cool. Gittleman, who's one of the executive producers, was sitting right next to him, and I was doing the voice huh. of Duncan Wu, the orc, and Mitch wrote all of Duncan's dialogue. I did not yeah. know this, and so we're sitting there, and you get to the beginning of the game where you first run into Duncan on the on the pier, and on my screen the text comes up, and I'm like, well. Don't you look like shit? And Mitch is like, oh. <laughs> He's sitting there adjusting his headphones, and I'm like, gotcha. And it, was, uh, it was awesome. It was a lot of fun. Man, that was like, that was like Gromash Hellscream level orc. <laughs> well, I got to make it orcish, you know. Yeah. <laughs> um, um, yeah. Okay, cool. Let's Thanks. move on. I'll talk to you guys later. Bye. <laughs> <laughs> well, um, I think uh, I think we should quickly move on to some of the news from this week in the Star Citizen. Excuse me, in the Star Citizen world before we move on to people's questions, because a few things actually, did happen this week. Can I do? Can I just? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So, all right, people, it's it's time for <gasps> it's time. It's time for real talk with CCD. I would like to answer your CCD earlier question. Anymore. No, apparently you can't whatever you're trying to do because you keep just going. I can't. Okay. <laughs> it's time for real talk. So CIG are not going to be in the PC gaming show any longer at E3. <gasps> oh, my God. And everyone's like, oh, my God, they're pulling out of E3. Everything's wrong. Everything's horrible. Everything's exploding. Hey. Guess who also pulled out of E3? Activision everyone. Blizzard. And Nintendo. And literally everyone ever. Um, so 
Maybe it's something wrong with E3 and not anything wrong with any of the developers. Here's mm. the thing about E3. E3 it's caters. Awful. E3 caters to journalists only and media people only. And guess who nobody likes anymore because they're all skimy, slimy I mean, bastards. All of them. <laughs> oh right. They're so bad you can't media even bring yourself to say the word. Most of them. <laughs> most of them. Polar bears. Still, um, no, there's no way, especially when you're start your CIG and you don't have. I mean, look at how the media have represented them thus far. Why the fuck would they do a media thing when they've got? We are the people that they care about. But if you want to make fun of E3 right alongside me, go to Twitch.tv/slash Jake Acapella on both days of E3 press conferences, and we're gonna talk over them and make fun of them because that I'm, sounds fun to me. I, I want to try and join you at least for a few hours. I don't care when. On the Sunday, I want to join you for okay. a bit. Sunday. So you're going is... to riff tracks the E3 streams. Yes. Oh, nice. <laughs> yes. Um. So, uh, Sunday is EA. And Bethesda. Oh, oh, perfect. Yeah. Perfect. I'd, I'd better stay away from that. <laughs> yeah, maybe. Yeah. Um, and then Monday is going to be um, Microsoft, the PC gaming show, uh, Ubisoft, and Sony. Yep. I'm calm. I'm calm. It's gonna be. It's gonna be great. Um, but. On the E3 notes, uh, CAG are literally like, hey, we're going to have everything to show you at Gamescom, as per the use. Gamescom is going to be really good. Gamescom is going to be a catch-up to where they are now, and it's probably going to show up a few things. They do have a booth there. It's going to be great for people to go. It's actually really exciting because Gamescom this year, they are planning a whole bunch of like follow-on events, like fan events outside of gamescom they're going to be doing a bunch in frankfurt and they're going to be doing a bunch of in the uk as well i believe right shiver that's what we've heard nothing's yeah. been confirmed yet though they're going to well, let us know the plans fairly soon yeah but hmm. the plan is for them to do a whole bunch more like fan interaction around gamescom and then citizen con is when the big guns drop um here, things here's to, the thing. Things to what? expect at size tens. Things to expect at Citizen Con. Squadron Forty Two. At least one new ship. Done. Um, I have predicted so Sergeant, Citizen Con for you. Sergeant Jock Itch, who has the greatest name of all time, um, <laughs> and yet the worst <laughs> condition. Yes. Um, uh, he says CIG cancels E3, and we bash E3 because oh. Me bashing E3 has nothing to do with CIG leaving E3. It has everything oh, no. to do with E3 being the worst. Um, yeah. All developers are starting to realize that, and that's why literally the biggest developer ever out there right now, Activision Blizzard, is not showing anything at E3. E3 nothing. does work for them. You know what works for people now? Direct Giving to your eyeballs. It's direct to Twitch. Yep. You advertise I mean, through Twitch. You give that being said, E three is on Twitch, so <laughs> Twitch no one cares. Like it's why go just do it direct through Twitch. Do it to advertise yep. your game direct to the people. Don't That's bother going thing. to and, a third NYXT party. NYXT has a point too. 
E3 is so expensive. It's hundreds yeah. of thousands of dollars to present at E3. It's absurdly expensive. For what reason do you need to do that? You can make your trailer and put it on the internet and people will watch it. <clears throat> E3 used to be important before things like YouTube. Exactly. Like, E3 used to be the place that everyone went to get all of the news all at once because that's all there was. Now, though, I mean, yeah. it just it's not important. E3 is like, going to die. Probably, I'm giving it five years. E3 either even, is going to die or change entirely. It's going to the I record. Think it's change Eris entirely. keeps saying Star Marine is going to be in every patch, though. Uh, Star Marine is in every patch. Every patch has a little bit more Star Marine in it. I mean, he's not who's wrong. Been, who's been Who's been right all along? <laughs> who's been right all along? Who's been right all along? Um, no, but even if CIG were going to E3, I would still make the comment like, "Why would they go to E3?" Yeah, Gamescom's a way better venue for that stuff. I would say even PAX. Whoa! As I knock everything off my desk, what is um, with you today? I don't know. <laughs> so, something's wrong with me. Um. No, but um, venues like PAX and Gamescom, things that are, like, not through the lens of a corporate press thing, but straight to the people who are playing your game. That's what makes events like Gamescom and PAX so great, and that's why CIG does those events. You Although know they I haven't done PAX in a while. PAX, but. You know what I found out of PAX this year? Behavior. Behavior do so, so much for Star Citizen. New game. Like, they have an absolutely amazing new game that you guys might not have heard about that I actually really want literally everyone to go look up. It's called Dead by Daylight. I will Dead be streaming it Daylight. next week if you want to check it out. You'll also have some keys to give away for the beta. <gasps> Dead by Daylight. Is it turbulent or behavior that are doing that Warhammer game? Behavior are doing Warhammer the art for it. Behavior are oh. doing the art for it. They're doing someone else is doing the game. This Dead by this Daylight is, is a behavior game. And oh my god, it's the creepiest fucking thing I've ever played. <laughs> Asymmetrical multiplayer. It's where it's at right now. It's a 4v1. The four survivors can't harm <gasps> the murderer at all. It's Jim what? back. <gasps> Jim is Jim. back. Jim. Jim the instance <gasps> manager. I miss that man. We, we have to praise really. him, otherwise he'll give us bad servers and code sevens. <laughs> okay. Um, uh, but yeah, I wanna, that's I E3. Get wrecked. Things. Um, yeah. <laughs> all right. So. Squadron 42. Lots of filming going on right now. Now, apparently they filmed about 75% of Squadron 42 last year. And they had weeks and weeks and weeks of shoots, right? Now about a month, five weeks, five weeks, something like that. Yeah. Trendane, you're you're the person with probably the most experience with shooting things. Was well, like, he an assassin? Yes. No. <laughs> <clears throat> um, Would I tell any... you if I were? No. Yes. You trust no. us. Only if you were a bad one. Um, if I was. Well, anyway, do, do you have an ex any experience with like follow-on shoots like like when you're doing pickups and stuff later on they're called yeah. reshoots reshoots yeah yeah what bit. like because because right now cig are in the reshoot 
phase, right? They're doing yep. pickups. What does that entail? Like, can you give well, a quick summary of it? Well, you have to be, okay, with, with almost any other show, the hardest part is getting the set back in the state that it was in. Um, because anything that moves, I mean, continuity is is a huge problem. With with CIG shooting Squadron 42, the entire set is digital, and they can get everything back in position like that. And, and it's That's not awesome. a question of some, you know, uh, a, a custodian comes through and, and moves, like picks up a book and looks at it and puts it down in the wrong place. That doesn't happen on their sets because they're entirely digital. So they can they have a much easier time with getting the set, you know, put back up again. They don't have to rebuild anything. They don't have to tear anything down. It's there. Um, so in that respect, it's very, very easy for them to get right back into it. They that's just have to get the actors proud. That's where, like, most continuity is issues in movies happen. Is mm -hmm. That's why. Right. Yeah. Uh, so they've got a huge advantage on that. Uh, Everything falls to the actor's ability to get themselves back in the same headspace that they were. And if they have competent, competent uh, directors and everything and, and, and everything else, then, and the, the, um, the source material is good, then they should have no problems whatsoever. There's no doubt in my mind that this is going to be, it's going to be much, much easier than doing it on a physical set. They said during the segment on ATV, Harness, the guy in charge, they said the first day, little clunky. Second day, we were back to being a well-oiled machine. Yeah. The process mm -hmm. was there, and we were just going. Yep. Mm -hmm. um, to put it in perspective, um, Star Wars Rogue One is currently also doing reshoots. Also doing right reshoots. <laughs> yep. yep. Um, well, it's anyone that says, oh, doom and gloom, they're doing reshoots now. That means that's they can't what they possibly said about Star release Wars this too. year. And people are just, oh. <laughs> they, they literally schedule that time because they oh. know they're going to have to do that. Because yeah. once it's all filmed, once they have the whole movie in front of them, then the editor's like, oh, I need this bit here, this bit here, this bit here, just to add more life to those scenes, um, maybe some more context, some more development, things like that. Um, they schedule that time specifically for that if they want to add more things later and yeah it's a it's a contingency that you work into the production schedule yep so people who are which i just like about to, that also get wrecked <laughs> i i'd just like to to point out that none of this none of these reshoots were unplanned this is something that they always had planned that they knew they'd have to do which means, really, we shouldn't be worried about Squadron 42. It's still going to happen this year. Anyway. And next, oh, yeah. it's not necessarily not necessarily that people are stupid. Not Some people define themselves. They define their own sense of worth by what they can bitch about. They will go <laughs> everywhere, anywhere that they can find, and they will find any reason to complain about something because it makes them feel like they're contributing, even if only in a negative way. Um, so it's not necessarily because people are stupid. I mean, bitching about something just so you can make yourself feel better is pretty stupid. But anyway. One of the shoots they said they were doing was this conspiracy mountain type shoot uh, scenes or show set within the game universe. And there was a strong hint that they got in a particularly funny actor for this. So maybe we haven't heard everything about the cast for Squadron 42. Maybe there's small cameos like... Alan Carr. Could, could be interesting. <laughs> I don't know who Alan Carr is. Oh, get out. Simon Pegg. <laughs> Jimmy Carr. 
<laughs> no, he just has Alan to laugh. Tudyk. That's all I want him to do. Alan Carr's on the Friday Night Project. All, all that Alan Jimmy Tudyk Carr can do is laugh. In my life. <gasps> Apparently, <gasps> Alan Tudyk <gasps> plays a droid <gasps> in Star Wars Rogue One. Alan Tudyk plays a droid. Oh, yeah. Um, in Rogue One. Oh yeah. Uh, yeah. Nick's points out that they're they're filming more Spectrum shows, so in-game television, Ooh. which means that INN will have something to rip on again. Oh yeah, that's how we do everything. <laughs> Be careful when you say that, because like filming more Spectrum shows—that's the sort of—that's exactly what I was talking about before. That bulkheads could be a TV show within the Star I, Citizen universe. I, I mean, hope it does end up as that. It would be really nice for them to ask some of the better done fan things to be in game. I mean, not what else in tonight though. That's the worst. Oh, it is. Yep. Um, okay. Let's move on. I, I, I want to quickly touch on four points and then come back to 2.4. So, Okay. One exciting thing this week, from from reading all the news, uh, Shiver and I actually just before this recorded the Week in Ten, which is INN's new like ten to fifteen minute quick roundup of the news. Garbage. Of the week. Check it out. But uh, Trending, you have something to say? No, this is point one that you're making. Oh, po okay. Four yeah, points cool. to touch number on. one. Yeah. So number one, it seems like. From from the news roundup, it sounds like they're working on between four and six new ships, like unannounced. Uh, it sounded like there's an Aegis one at least, um, and like three or four others, including another Drake, uh, another consolidated Outland ship at some point. Um, lots of ships coming out. It also sounds like the Drake Dragonflies concept is released soon, which is exciting. I really want a consolidated Outland multi-cruise ship. Which is what they talked about really, this week. really yeah. badly. That sounds yeah. awesome. So that's actually point one and two because they talked about a large crew uh, consolidated outline one and the dragonfly, and they said that they've got an idea for a very small ship that we don't know, but it's a very small ship that's not the dragonfly, which is interesting because I, I thought the dragonfly just be like uh, <laughs> jetpacks, like a, like a no, like a like a sphere that goes. Like a, or like a, like an egg, and you kind of yeah. just sit in the egg. You're like, yeah, curveball so it, booster Eve. with a seat on it. So, so the third, the pilot pod from Eve. Is yes, basically what yes. you're talking about. <laughs> third point, uh, it sounds like they've been implementing the power distribution system, and they're implementing it across the board. Ships and stations. Now, I'm really excited for that because does that mean we can start shooting things out in the stations and like you shoot out the lines and the lights down the hall will go dark? Eventually. Oh. Or if you start trying to bypass something and you send too much juice through too small of a, of a main, it's going to blow out that system. Um, that could be a lot of fun too. All those piping systems are modeled in the ships already. I know. Mm. Like... People wonder why it takes so long for ships to to come out. Um, if you can try, like, I, I did this in an Avenger. It's, I think it's the easiest one because there's no collision on the ceiling right now. So if you, like, you step on and you're crouched, right, in the back of the Avenger. If you stand up, you clip through the, the ceiling. 
it's a whole new world in there. You know There's all those images of like the gladius, and and, like like when the gladius was first released. The the gladius is the first yeah. ship that had all this. When it gets completely destroyed, all of the armor gets taken off of it, and it's just the bare wiring. Yeah. All that wiring is there for a reason. Yep. Like it's not it's not just like they fill the underside with random wiring. It's there because. Do you remember right. when the Vanguard first came to hangar, people were glitching through the scene and they're like, there's all this empty space in here. It's just a complete waste of space. That's because it's waiting for the gubbins to go in. Yeah. Here's what I want gubbins. you to do. What I want you people to do when you're bitching about this sort of thing, I want you to take a couple of pieces <laughs> of like whole wheat bread, not the stuff with like the little bits of seeds and crap on it, not like a 21 grain bread, just a plain old brown wheat bread right take it and then make yourself a shit ton of spaghetti and i want you to build a small ship and i want to cook the spaghetti and run like use tweezers or hemostats or something and use the cooked spaghetti to run cables and wires and pipings and things you could use like a pananella or a um uh, possibly a ravioli for the power plant or something you know get creative with it Percy, I, like a nice there, see how I like a nice tortini as a Represent cannelloni for the engines. That's exactly right. And then you could have a cannoli for when you blow it up and it's just... And that goes lovely with red or white, would you say? That's, oh, that's definitely with a white. Unless you're using a red sauce, which I would not recommend because that only goes in the pilot seat when it explodes. Anyway, you want to, <laughs> if you're going to sit there and, and bitch about how long it, it takes to wire these ships out, you try building one. Find out how long it takes you to do it. You know, it's like... <laughs> oh, that was glorious! Ooh, I got the vapors. I got the yeah. vapors. Mm. Uh, one last thing to mention before we move on to two point four. This is point four of I four. Was say, this is point four. They finally have the prototype for the Star Citizen Hotas. <laughs> About time. One of them. Yeah, one of them. Doom Centurion, you don't want me for president. I mean, holy <laughs> shit, you do not want. I will. Mm -mm, mm -mm. People will <laughs> die. I, I, I'm yes. really, really excited. <laughs> it sounded like it sounded like Sandy's going to try and get an image of the Hotas, and I'm excited for that because we need to see that thing. We need to mm -hmm. see it as soon as possible. Mm. I. Strangely enough, one of literally one of the best performing articles of all time on INN is the Star Citizen Hotas analysis. Because we did that some I did proper Garms journalism. Yeah, I actually like did a did a good job, which is weird. It never but, happens. Um, no, it doesn't. But well, at least not when what you're I want, writing it. What I want them to make sure. Times. Just, want them to just, make sure that when they do it, that they use, you know, customizable like like variable color LEDs because that's one of the reasons why I went with the X52 instead of the 52 Pro or the or the Rhino because I like blue, and so when they design this thing, they either better give it blue LEDs or be you know color changing LEDs that I can set them to whatever color I want. That's all. I, I just want to quickly point out um, since we started INN in January of 2015, we've had over 2 million page views. 1.5% of those page views have been that star citizen hotas analysis. Hmm. 
You should close your browser. Right? <laughs> Stop pressing F5. Right. I was going to say, how many of those views are yours? 32,000 people have read that analysis. I That's... thought you were answering them. Name. Name. Right? <laughs> yeah, okay. I'll start naming them. Uh, find, find the link. Give Hold. it to put it in the chat. Sure. Um, keep cranking them. Oh, wait. I need to All go right. into the... I haven't done anything in a while. That's so, that's my that's my claim to fame. 2.4. 2.4. We're on 2.4.0. Yeah. Did you just climax? What the hell was that? Uh, it's 2.4.0. Oh. 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 Fastcart got it before you, you scrub. Yeah, Fastcart's better than me. It. Oh, no, you posted it. I anyway. posted it. Sorry, Thank you, Fastcart. Fast I just um, copied it from Fastcart. Okay. Um, yeah, so we're on uh, the latest pat. Has anybody played it recently? I played it when it first went live to non-Evocati, and I got the cannot spawn a Starfarer pads are full bug. But I did oh, try out the shopping. Anything bug. Yeah. It, I, I did try out the shopping, and the shopping I thought was excellent. It's it's still really, really early, but it gives the game, like, it gives it so much more of a game feel than Oh, yeah, a... you haven't been on to talk about 2.4, huh? No, I haven't. <laughs> um, it, it feels like a game, finally. Trending, you're in? You're in PTU? No. You're not? Okay, Shiver, nope. you in? I am. You are? Oh, I am. I've had a look around there. I've spawned myself a star bear and things and stuff like that. It's all right. I don't uh, know why this accent. You just got to go with that accent. <laughs> I need to master that one. I don't even know what, what, what part of Wales. Uh, just watch Hot Wales. Fuzz over and over. I don't know what part of Wales, Wales. that's supposed to be from. I know. Wales. This is, this is Wales. <laughs> Okay, sorry, uh, if, Irish. If we're on P, then they haven't posted the patch notes for P. So, last one that I can tell is O. I haven't played it on O, but every patch gets more and more stable. Um, less code sevens, um, less code zeros. Um, it's I've all never, about the pants. It has. It doesn't crash to desktop pretty much at all for me anymore. <laughs> Uh, I'd just like to read something verbatim from Jim, if that's oh, okay. Oh, God, Jim. 2.4 is awesome. Seeing people walk out of the airlock thinking they're wearing a spacesuit but really aren't and then die instantly brings tears of joy to my eyes that I start lagging players. Yeah. Jim. I. Um, <clears throat> you know what? I would like Jim to be on this show. It's it's Dana Starham. Is it? Yeah. I want him on as Jim. Okay. <laughs> Just do the whole podcast in character. <laughs> yeah. I want him on as Jim. I'd be okay with this. Um, you just come on, crash, have to reload, <laughs> crash, reload a couple of times, and then you might get going for a bit. <laughs> I 2.4, here's, okay, I actually haven't been on a in a long time to talk about 2.4, so I want to give my thoughts on 2.4 really quickly 
2.4 is a huge, huge leap for the game. And it doesn't actually seem like that much when you get in game because all that's different in game really is the shopping. But it breaks the ground for absolutely everything that is supposed to make Star Citizen the game that we all want Star Citizen to be. This is the patch that unleashes hell. And <laughs> wow. It, Pretty it sure is. that's not the game I want to play. I mean, for me, shopping is hell, but that's not what... <laughs> but it's not just shopping, right? It's it's persistence. Persistence um, is the biggest... Like, it's been the biggest thorn in CIG's side since 64-bit. I mean, it, it's more like a persistent element than persistence. But the elements no, that are persistent are... It's no, I mean, it's not really, but because th they're not dragging no, it out to everything yet, it's the first, tr it's the first it's, shot of persistence. It's the, yeah, it's the first stage of getting a persistent system in. The game is now persistent. No, is the game is your character's persistent. The game is not persistent. The game is not persistent. Everything respawns, you get things that insta respawn. If you have whatever you do to the world reset, but your character's stuff, that's well, persistent. It's not it respawns because otherwise you would never be able to do a mission twice. But that's not a persistent world. If something dies in a persistent world, it's dead. It stays persistently dead. Your character, you know, your character details, yes, that's staying persistent. So you've got the start of a persistent Shiver. system, but you got persistence shiver i didn't know you you're were fired. dolvac today <laughs> you're fired where is dolvac i don't know he's being Thanks, a scrub lord um uh no break for what i'm saying is things are now saved on the server side of things yeah. hmm. that are persistent and it, it's that's start this is yeah, the baby real start of the game it's a baby step and money. Money is a big start, too. Alpha UEC is it's huge. Cause... Money and uh, persistent reputation as well. Yep. It's I, I'm really happy with 2.4. I don't think we're actually going to have to wait too long for 2.5, to be honest. 2.4 is going to hit live, and 2.5 is probably going to go into PTU testing very shortly after. I disagree. Really? Yeah. Oh. We'll I see who's 2. right. 2.5 could just be mostly fixes to 2.4 and, you know, extra ship in the hang, extra ship flyable. Uh, 2.5 is going to be a bunch of fixes, extra ships. I think it might have basic cargo. Either 2.5 or 2.6 is going to have basic cargo. 2.5. Should we uh, break quickly for confirmed. and then come back for questions? Confirmed. I need I, I need another drink. Confirmed. We'll be right back for, for your questions. Goodbye, everyone. We love you. BRB. LOL. And we're back. There was no warning. Nope. I decided not to warn you at all. We're gonna go right into questions for Trend Day. Oh no. So Confused er, asks, er. what should we do with all them bananas? Well, it really depends on how many of them you have. First of all, when you're storing all your bananas, it's 
very important that either you get yourself a banana tree, the little metal hook thing that you can hang them on, or if you're going to just set them on the counter, make sure you set them on their side so it distributes the weight of the bunch evenly across the, the thing. No, that's not a banana. I remember hearing somewhere that they're mildly radioactive. Yes, because they contain potassium, which is radioactive. That's what I heard, yeah. So mm -hmm. you're saying if we get every banana on planet Earth and light it on fire, it will destroy North America? Probably, yeah. Okay. Let's do it. No, let's Did not. you know that bananas went extinct? Yeah. And yes. we're eating an inferior banana, and that yeah. banana is now going extinct. Yep. Yep. The, the good banana, the reason that banana medicine and banana candy tastes so good is they were based on a previous banana and all other bananas are inferior because that banana went out. So you don't um, find the new bananas quite as appealing? God, no. Ah, banana banana ah. medicine is the best thing ever. See, I hate that um, banana Fast candy Card. flavor. Uh, Fastcart asks, uh, what kind of mouth do I have today? Unoccupied. Um, vacant <laughs> or unoccupied? Unoccupied. Miami, it's not vacant. There's a tongue and teeth in there, but it's unoccupied by... Miami BAT asks, when will your voice be added to the Orion packs? I don't know. Uh, I don't know. <laughs> I have no idea. A couple of people have mentioned them to me, but I don't know. And that's it. We've come to the end of the questions. Apparently awesome. everyone sucks I, I, today. Uh, oh. What happens when you yeah. Google Google? Oh, miss that one. You destroy the internet. I watched it on this documentary. Never put word Google into Google. Don't do it. My no housemate was, was mentioning something called Google bashing, where you, 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 you put in some search thing that it can't resolve, that it can't, it can't find. And that is that is a Google bash. Uh, Miku Hatsune asks, how much of the Bengal do you have modeled for bulkheads and can you share it? I don't um, have any of it modeled. That's, yeah. I'm going to try and answer this for Fiendish Feather based on what I know, but what I know might not be correct. As far as I know, Fiendish has the exterior to the Bengal that was released in the the perennial leak that age-old leak that happened that is the bengal that fiendish has Wait. he's got the exterior complete but interior there's nothing so all of the interior rooms that we do for bulkheads are created um for that episode none of Basically, there's no spoilers at all possible in bulkheads because we don't have interiors. We're creating all of the interiors for those episodes. Yep. Uh, Trumatic says, question. Lately, CIG seems to be tight-lipped about future mechanics such as cargo, mining, exploration. Do you think they're waiting to do a big reveal with them in the upcoming patches, or is it simply not ready to be shown yet? I think they're going to do exactly what they did for 2.4, and right before 2.4 was ready to be shown, they're like, oh yeah, BT-dubs persistence is in this patch. I'd like to give everyone a hint into the mind of INN for a second. Oh, no. oh, God. We're up always right about everything, always. No. Well, yes, but up until about, like, what, 2.2, our lives were really easy. 
because every week they had multiple shows and every single one of those shows had a ton of information. Every week was the same. After about 2.2, when they went to their new system of patching, one patch per month, things dry up. Right after the patch, so 2.3 hits. The week after 2.3, there's a lot of information about what's in 2.3 and what bugs they're working on. The week after that, though, there's no information. They're not talking about anything because they're keeping it quiet until the next release. So they keep a lot hidden until the next release. And they, they're they now all about the big reveals. So yeah, we're not. there's going to be a lot that comes in 2.5 that we don't even know they're going to come out with in 2.5. They're all about these big reveals now because... All they have to do really is just say hey um like you want to know what's coming look at the stretch goals there you go yep see i i have a bit of a problem with this because they've they've spent almost three years now you know feeding us a very steady diet of of what would in even working as a qa tester on a game i would never have known was coming up, you know, we've yeah. been working for the company. They have been so unbelievably open with their with their production this far. To now scale it back for the purposes of making a more exciting reveal, it's, I don't worry for the think, purpose. It's not for the purposes of the reveal. I think yeah. it's because if they people miss complain. their target and they have to work on something a little bit longer, people will be disappointed if they know that it was it's, supposed to come on that date. It's Whereas because of the amount keep that we, the fans, complain. It's because of the the numerous times people yell at them and start huge forum threads being like, oh my god, you haven't done this, and oh, you promised this, and oh, this. It's game development. We're not supposed to know this. So it, it ends up being better for them. Like, honestly, if you look at Ben and Disco up until about 2.0, and you and you watch the progression of them in RTV, they look tired and they look dead. And then this new change happens, and honestly, they look a lot better since because they're not stressing out as much because the community. <clears throat> most of us are great, but there's a few people that are assholes, and they have to deal with them the same way they deal with everyone else, and it's exhausting. It's exhausting. For me, I don't have a problem with them scaling it back, if that's why they're doing it. What I have a problem with is not telling us why. I mean, right now, it's 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 theory craft for us, trying to decide why would they be doing this? Why are they, you know, holding back on things and not communicating as much? It's like, yes, you're right. It is game design. That's how this works. You will have a plan for, you know, a, a particular feature to come in, and you don't hit it. And so long as the public doesn't know you missed it, you know, it's no big deal. Internally, you're like, Fuck, okay, fine, we'll, we'll get it. And and, But so far, we've been with them on this ride. And as for the people who, quite frankly, don't understand that this is how game development works, A, fuck them. B, explain it to them. The whole oh, point oh. of doing yeah. this... This, the it, whole point of doing it this way was to show people how game development works. And now they've been showing it for three years. I think and people it's don't high get it. Time, it's the, I think it's high it's time. The vocal had, minority. We had Lando or Ben back on this podcast. I think yeah. we should ask them that question. Yeah. Let them yeah, I, tell it for themselves. 
Jake, do you want to? I'll I'll get in touch call with him or do right you want now. To? <laughs> I do actually have Ben's phone number. No, don't call <laughs> yeah, him right now. I'm not gonna call him. <laughs> we'll get in phone. touch with them. We will try and have I them. I sent them coffee. They owe me. Yeah, we'll we'll try and have both of them actually on a future episode because yeah, it is a good time to ask them on that. In a while. Yeah, I mean, and Stay I, tuned I don't to want. That. I don't want people to think that, that I'm angry about them scaling it back. I'm not. It's just it needs to be communicated as to why it's happening is is my thing. I mean, I've been where they are many, many, many times. I know what game development is like. It's just, I just want them to explain we're scaling back on the on the, the openness of it. Here's why. Yeah. I think uh, so spoiler, that's, that's a good one. Trendane has worked on actual video games. Yeah. <sighs> That's why I need to avoid the EA part of the E3 riff tracks you guys are going to do, because that'll just... Oh, Good thing God. Capcom's not having a press conference. <laughs> I I enjoyed working at Capcom. That was actually really good. They, they, they what game did you work me on? And, or can you say? Uh, I was working... Yeah, I was working on... Um, I almost worked on Street Fighter V, but fortunately oh. I didn't. Um, <laughs> there's too many boobies in it. Oh! Uh, no, it was um, it was the the Mega Man's uh, uh, Legacy Collection, of oh, Mega cool. Man one through six. Yeah, worked on that. Nice. So I want to move back to questions quickly. Fastcart asks, nah. when did this idea for Bulkheads episode happen? About a day um, before we shot. Like a year ago. <laughs> <laughs> no, Bulkheads Bulkheads started like a year ago with Disco Lando actually, but it was a completely different thing back then. It was more. Um, more fluid and less scripted. And that this, was right when he started at, at, uh, at CIG. CIG as well. Yeah, yeah. Uh, this episode, the episode that actually got released, um, I was told like maybe two weeks before by, by Dolback that they were bringing bulkheads back. Can I write up a, a script? About a month ago where the ball started rolling. And I wrote up a script with most of the episode already planned out. So I was scripting to what Fiendish Feather wanted to have happen in the first episode. And so it's it's about a month, about a month for this this first episode, which has been lots of setup, really. Um, Jim, speculation question. How much closer are we to getting a basic PG procedurally generated planet in-game that I can observe players glitch out and crash and burn on? <laughs> a year. Oh, one month closer than we were last month. Yeah. A year uh, they actually... Month. They actually no 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 no. I don't care. They actually talk. They actually talk. They talk about in the monthly report. Doesn't this, matter. This week. A year minimum. <laughs> QA are testing that. QA so, or QA or year minimum. <laughs> no, no. QA, we're testing Star Marine. Where's that? In, in fairness, the game right now. It could it could be a year until we actually see it. It yeah. might not. You know, it might have it done before a year, but it might might be a year before we see it. I'm thinking. Five to six months, max. I think three or four months' time, the tech will be near enough done, then it, they'll just be polishing it off. Then Jim it's just asks, a matter of Jim asks, when. could we get Lando and Ben at the same time? Whoa, hey, whoa. Uh, that's too much. I don't know if I can handle <laughs> that. <laughs> uh, Miku says, we do you know break if the studio tours... Uh, do you know if the studio tours are concierge only? Because I'd really like to go to the UK nope. or German studio. They're not concierge only, but I do believe the UK studio is actually done with tours for the year. They had their yes. last one, yeah. and Shiver was actually a part of that. Yeah. Um, the the, the studio. Yeah, 
the um I think they're thinking of the the special um subscribers get like a special access to stuff but it's not studio tours for them so that way yes like it won't fill up like they always have a day open for them uh, uh the comrade best thing head- is to call them call them and ask that's that's your mm. best bet yep comrade headclot asks are you looking forward to CryEngine film engine for bulkheads uh that's more of a fiendish feather question i really want to have the answer is show yes. at some point no, the answer is probably no, because he's working with, I think it's 1.3 or 1.2. He can't actually use the earlier, the newer CryEngines. He's stuck using an older CryEngine to make bulkheads. So. The answer is yes. David doesn't know what he's talking about. Okay. We are uh, looking forward to it's it. Not, it's when not is it going to happen? CryEngine. Um, we're gonna have Phoenix Phoenix on something somewhere somehow. We're gonna force him to be a bagel. Yes, we're gonna have Phoenix Feather on a bagel. Uh, more questions. I have a question now. Yeah, what's your question? Um, I I have a question too, actually. Question for the three of you. Um, do you believe um, in love, in life after love? After love? Do you believe in love after love after Ban love? Him. love Ban him. Ban I can oh, see God. inside <laughs> really Um, I was just going to ask uh, if anyone picked up a saber. What? what? A saber? Sorry, a buccaneer. A buccaneer. Uh, I did to give it away. I was actually... Th- I've got a saber. I was actually thinking of melting the saber to grab the buccaneer to get the size 4 weapon. But... I don't really like... That doesn't make sense buccaneer. at all. I don't like the buccaneer. Honestly, I looked at it and... What the buccaneer is wrong with it? Wait, I have a better question. Trending. How much? What? How much does you corn have? cost in the UK? Shiver. How much does what cost? Corn. Corn on the cob or in a corn. can? Corn. <laughs> corn. Oh, and mm. about a buccaneer. <laughs> ah! Been waiting. I've been waiting for somebody to make that joke ever since they announced the ship. Uh, to answer your it? question, what ships do I have? Uh, mostly, I have. Uh, I think I have a, a, a 315P. Is that what it is? 315P? Yeah. Yeah, okay. One of those. I have two Auroras and two um, two of my babies, uh, freelancers, which are named um, Gerald Fitzpatrick and Patrick Fitzgerald. They're, they're a couple. <laughs> <clears throat> good, good names for a couple, really. I know. I thought so. Oh. Our holiday says no, bad heiress, no melting sabers. But I actually don't like the saber. I picked it up when I was drunk one day, and I actually haven't. Why would you like the saber? I... What's wrong with you? I don't like combat ships. Then why are you thinking about getting a buccaneer instead? Or the why item? Why did you buy a saber? Because I was You're drunk. Bu- You're get for a size four weapon. Yes, because I can you put don't it like on my combat freelancer. ships. I don't, but. 
I've got to put something on my freelancer. You have you have excellent size four weapons on that thing. I want to put more on it. You emphasis on the word moron. Wow. <laughs> God, I'm speaking of I'm kind of hurt. Speaking of, I have a question. Okay. And it's mostly for you, Eris. Oh God. <clears throat> We have seen in the comments about bulkheads, we have seen a lot of people. Oh, God. You know where I'm going with this. Yeah. <laughs> a, a lot of comparisons to red bow, versus blue. Bow, bow. How do you respond? I respond by saying that it's really, really easy to jump to conclusions in a first episode and say that this guy that sounds stupid has to be Caboose. There can't possibly be hey, any other, it's a other compliment. influences. Possibly. I know it's a compliment, but at the same time, it'd be really nice if people would... Like, there's a lot... There, there's two sides. There's one being like, oh, that seems really like RVB. This is great. Which, okay, you know what? I'm glad you like RVB and I'm glad you're you're ecstatic about this. And there's a lot of people that are like, oh, you're just riffing off RBB. Why don't you have any of your own thoughts? There's not and a lot thoughts... of people that are saying that it's one person who said that. No, there's like five, at least five. There's like out one. Of several thousand. But I, I just I wanna I wanna make sure that everyone knows that one thing David is David has probably never seen RVB. I actually have. I watched the first season of RVB when it originally first released my good friend uh alex uh mr burlap lemur who no one will have any idea who he is uh he bought rvb seasons one and two on dvd and we watched them in his house while eating pizza and playing dance dance revolution this was high Sounds school like a good time oh okay it All was right. amazing time actually um rvb is a military skewer it's a skewer on military it's a comedy Bulkheads is a military comedy. It's going to have the gruff sergeant, because guess what? I have worked for the military. The gruff sergeant, it's With not a trope. Accent. It's a real person. It, it is. I, I know it's the same accent, but you know why it's that same, same accent? It's because it's, it's because it's the same person. It's the that same character. Person, that person, yes, that character is literally someone I worked under. That's what we're saying. I know, I know. I'm just saying that the immediate characterization of Red VB while flattering is false because there's so much more that I have planned for Bulkheads. David. Yeah. Okay. Literally, Dolvac was yelling at me blue in the face about this same thing. Here's what I'm going to say. Here's what I'm going to say. Dolvac's not a writer. Doesn't matter. Both of you are saying the exact same thing. So here we go. (laughs) Um,. The fact that we're saying it feels like red versus blue. We don't know your vision. I, I know. We don't I know, know and any of those glad things. That people think it feels like RVB because that is a compliment. RVB was a huge was excellent. compliment. I know. And I'm it's one very, of the great internet videos ever. Mm-hmm. And like, I mean, he's, he's, <laughs> like, he's like half caboose and half griff. And then um, the other guy, what's his name? Not Brock. What's the other guy's Kane. name? Kane. He's sort of Church and sort of Simmons. Yes. But then you have to understand that Pierre 
is important too, and you don't know who Pierre is. Well, yeah, Pierre's the Jamaican. Okay, yeah, there's no Jamaican. So is on... so is Benedict Cumberbund Fitzgerald, <laughs> which is his name oh. now. I don't even care. Oh, it hurts me. These were uh, placeholder names, okay. but they just they kind of actually. Yeah, I'd but like to point the, out the fact that... of the matter is. We are yeah. saying we are making these comparisons because one of the first the opening scene of Red versus Blue ever is Griffin Simmons having a really dumb conversation about why they are even doing what they are doing. And that is what happens yes. in the first episode of Bulkheads. Yeah. The the first episode is kind of similar. It was That's what we're we saying. needed a place to start. And I'm hoping that the second episode again, and the shorts will help. It's great. <laughs> us saying that it's RV, but actually, us saying that it's old school RVB specifically is a huge compliment because RVB has kind of gone off the rails lately, and it's kind of just yeah, like it's kind of bad. I'd just like to say that I don't know how to take criticism or compliments. I can't deal with either. And my 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 reaction to both is to say no, it's oh. not, and run away. Well, Eris, ask me how, what I thought of it. What did you think of Bulkheads, Shiver? Is all right. Thank you. <laughs> I appreciate that. Um, I appreciate his honesty. All right. It's clear, concise, and to the point. Um, so you're saying you suffer from a, a brilliant mix of of uh, humility and self doubt. So yes. both compliments and criticism have the same reaction. Yes. Gotcha. Uh, when Eris goes out, he says, tell my wife, hello. Uh, Jim has a question for Trendane. Trendane, uh -huh. will we see a return of your own streams sometime, or are you and I never managed to catch it? Honestly, I keep forgetting. Um, <laughs> no, I'm spending... The problem with being very early on in your voice acting career is that you have to constantly search for work all the time. And while part of that could be streaming, there are very few games that I like enough that I would want to play them, let alone like yeah, them enough the that time. I could focus on it to stream it, you know, and interact with the audience. I would you know wind up doing do? one or the other. You mm. know what you should do? Mm. You should stream Overwatch. I hate well, I can't say I hate Overwatch because I've never played it, but I can promise you shooters are not my thing. Okay. Don't have to be. You should you should play Overwatch and stream voicing each different character individually as you play I through. would love to see you do every character's voice in a row. I don't think that would be very wise. <laughs> I would so I would, good. I would get to the gorilla. Kind of I'd probably start at the gorilla with He's an orc. Winston. 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 I would I would start with him and I would never want to leave. Well, well yeah. Because he's an orc, but he's a genius orc. Yes. So. Yeah. I, I think that would be like I, I would watch that. I would watch the hell out of that. Um Wands, it, would, it would be funny for about five seconds. Minutes. That's all five you minutes need, yeah. and then Wands um, eighty eight asks, when do you think the Squadron forty two vertical slice will pre present it? I don't think it will be. I think it's already been presented to CR, and that's all it needs to be oh, yeah. presented yep. to. It's not for um, us. I think we'll see a little taste of it at CitizenCon this year. 
but I don't think we'll ever get to touch it. What we see as the taste of will not be the vertical slice. We'll see a taste of Squadron 42, period. It's not yeah. vertical slice is not as complete as you think it is. A vertical slice is not About much five of a game. To ten minutes worth of a section it's of a, a mission demo. or something. Yeah. Mm. Uh, um, Pappy Boyington says, how would you like to see component tuning in SC? Uh, how soon? No, like, how, what, what do you want? How to would see you like to see it done? Yeah. Um, it shouldn't be overly complicated. Um, but it should have enough depth to actually make a difference. There needs to be a right balance of accessible and deep. I was um, I was talking the other day on some some other show that I was on that I can't remember the name of right now, uh, that sort of I think had something to do with Star Citizen, but I can't really remember. But I mentioned um, like a, a, I think it was a TV show or something where where like the pilot was saying that he was he was feeling a lot of drag from the port side engine or something like that. I don't mm -hmm. think it was Firefly, but we immediately drew reference to Firefly because of that. Um, but different planets are going to have you know different densities of atmosphere, and as such, I get the feeling that you you may have to adjust the shape of your 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 shields if you want to penetrate the atmosphere more easily or maybe you'll have to you know alter the 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 engines just a little bit so that you don't you know you're not pushing through as hard and creating more strain i mean there are a lot of different ways that you could that you could tune various components on your ship and it's just a question of knowing you know what kind of an environment are we going into yes eris what is it uh one thing that they <laughs> talked about a few months ago that i really liked was the idea that all components will have variations. They're actually putting variations into all components. So even if you have duplicates of the same component, they will still behave slightly differently because not every component is exactly the same. So you'll have, like, you've got two engines, one on either side. Those two engines will respond to things slightly differently. Mm -hmm. And I think that adds a lot to the, to the ability to... Uh, uh, tune components is part of the part of it is trying to get your components to behave the same way. That's like Even a maxer's dream job, right there. Exactly. Um, so Jim has another question because I love Jim. Um, in the monthly report, it was described that my servers are still having hardware and network issues. Can you tell CIG not to fix this because explosions from lag are a beautiful thing? Jim. Yes, we could tell them that. We could tell them that. It's not, it's not going to make any difference. Yeah, exactly. But the answer is yes, we can. CIG listened to us on a very, 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 very small number of things. To date, CIG has listened to us on one thing, and that is make the Reliant blue. Thanks, CIG. You win. <laughs> <laughs> it's literally the same color. It's it's I and N blue. It's it's I and N blue. It's, it's straight up. It up I and N blue from our website. They took the little dropper tool and went <laughs> and put it on the Reliant. Which and I'd like to to go to Shiver on this one. 
Might be because the Reliant was built in the UK, correct? I think it was. Now, I do believe when I was in the UK, and I'd like you to corroborate this for me, when I was in the UK, a bunch of the UK devs thanked me for INN because it's how they get caught up on the the news of the week because they, I mean, they've gone home by the time ATV and RTV air. I'm wondering if you got the same reaction while you were uh, in the studio, as it were. I could not confirm or deny anything. Uh... Shiver. You failed the song. They made me sign paper, and I actually read this. They gave us these NDAs, and I read every page. Everyone was also, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm like, no, I, absolutely I'm absolutely not signing. <laughs> I read it too. <clears throat> it's just what, what I wasn't allowed to show has been shown now. Everyone's, I mean, I was shown the Starfare, <laughs> and now it's out. I really oh. want to tell you so much. <laughs> it's fine. It's fine. It's fine. Shiver. Fine. Shiver. What you saw in the UK, does it make you happy? Yeah. And it's going to make everyone happy as well. <laughs> How happy? On a scale of 1 to 10, one at to least 12. A, 1 to 12, probably. Yeah. About a 17. 17. Uh, yeah. There may be a reason for that number. There may not be a reason for that number. Who knows? Whoa. So, uh, CCT, how are we doing for time? Should we... What? I, I don't... We started you talking a weird to? hour. Ah, Jake. Eris, eh? Uh, actually, yeah, we should wrap up. We should. Uh, <laughs> so, trending. Uh, before we wrap up, uh-huh. uh, do you have any other any other projects coming up that people can uh, take a look at to find you in? Well, not quite yet. Um, I mean, the only other one that I haven't mentioned thus far is uh, Arvin Elrond, the guy who does the the channel that I mentioned before, and we do a lot of voiceover, and that I did the the audio dramatization with George Ledoux. Uh, he also wrote a novel called Gray Shade, which is being published by Ed Greenwood, who is the guy that made the Forgotten Realm, or not Forgotten Realms, but uh, the, like the Sword Coast and Neverwinter and such for Dragons and Dungeons and Dragons. Dragons and Dungeons. Um, <laughs> Neverwinter Nights and best DD. game. The original Neverwinter Nights. Yes. Neverwinter Nights 2 was not so much. Anyway, no. um, Neverwinter so, Nights 2 had a horrible, horrible creation tool. Neverwinter Nights 1 had possibly the greatest creation tool of all time. And, and some wasn't of the Witcher mods 1 were made? Amazing. Wasn't Witcher 1 made on the Neverwinter 1 engine because it was, it was such a good it engine? Was. Neverwinter 1 engine is best engine. Sorry. I'm sorry. So, uh, Arv has written a novel called Grey Shade, and he asked me to narrate it uh, for cool. the audiobook. But that I haven't even received my advanced copy yet, so I haven't even started narrating. But it's supposed to come out in September, so in September I may have something else to show you beyond what we've already talked about. But right now the big thing is probably 
the audio dramatization of the graphic novel Icarus. Cool. Shiver. What are you doing with your life? Uh, aside from doing the odd transcript here and there, postcards from the Event Horizon, which is midnight British summertime, 2300 UTC, and if you like alternative music and heavy music, Cosmic Cataclysm is a show for you on the bass.sc at 7 p.m. British summertime or 6 p.m. UTC. And postcards is on the bass as well. We've even had Trendane. Who just got banned, well, not banned, but timed out in the channel for, for pasting the link to the graphic oh, novel dramatization. Anyway. I will paste um, <laughs> that for you. I'm pasting that for you right and now. Yes, you, you have had me. On the we had you on, yeah, and we had you on postcards as well. Yeah, yeah. that was what I was, I was. It was the captain's table. That's the show that I was on where we were talking about the. Oh yeah, that's okay. with uh, Astropub. Yes, right. Yep. Who's also part of the Bulkheads crew? Yes, he is. Jake. He's very cuddly, that man. Uh, I am. I am doing things. Um. I'm telling Eris this for the first time now. Oh, God. I will be doing a review for Mirror's Edge Catalyst when that comes out. Oh, Mirror's Edge. Um, <sighs> that's out in, like, three oh. days. So. Oh, really? Yep. <laughs> Good. Do that. I, I'm going to do that. I'm going to play a bit more of it, but I, because no one else can, I might write up a review of Overwatch. All right. I'm going to try. I'm going to try to unbiased myself. Try to myself. be objective. <laughs> At least a little yeah. bit. Um, I'm going to try. It's all I, I can think I about. can't... I cannot even remotely unbiased write a review of a Blizzard game because I am the oh. largest Blizzard fanboy there is. Oh, I'll play it and tell you everything that's wrong with it. Don't worry. Okay. And do you, only do you what's like... wrong with it. Do you like you like Team Fortress? Team Fortress. I quite like I quite like TF2. Yeah, you're probably you gonna like Overwatch. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> you're sold. It's done. You're over. Okay, imagine if Team Fortress had 21 different characters instead of four. Am I still gonna unique. get as I spawn in? No. Oh really? What? Wait, say that again. I always found that in tf2 you just spawn in die spawn in die uh not every time but, that um, happens if you're not smart <sighs> okay but okay yeah overwatch is good anyway um and you will so i'm gonna be working on that with matt mercer's voice yes who does he voices winston and someone no. else well, uh, it's high noon, whoever the hell that oh, is. Oh, McCree, yeah. Yes, yes. Um, he voices Winston? I think so. Maybe. Oh, God, I hope not. I hope not. Why? It's just masturbatory material. Just don't, don't pay attention. <laughs> it's high noon. Um, okay. Um, so we are... Yep, we're going to do that. Um, and then you can... Throughout the week, I'm going to be streaming on twitch.tv slash Jake Acapella. This below my... This right here. Two P's, two L's, one C. Oh, yeah. Um, not necessarily in that order. <laughs> yeah, not in that order. <laughs> um, 
we're going to be streaming Dead by Daylight next week. Um, and I'm going to be giving out some beta codes for that. Um, I do giveaways whenever we hit follow goals anyway. I steal all of David's games to give away them. But he doesn't use I, them, so he doesn't just care. Just so you know, I have given both Jacob Acapella and pa Papa Dolovac access to my, ooh, what, like, probably around four or 500 games library from Humble Bundle that I yep. have not um, claimed. used, claimed. So they, they have been giving those away, which is great, because I don't use them. Yep. Um, I've got, like, 500 games and then um, next weekend, after uh, not on Saturday, starting on Sunday, in case you missed it earlier, we are going to be uh, doing the great heckling of E3 2016. Um, on, in the same place, I will have guests. Um, David will be there. Dolvac will be there. Um, other people will also be there. I don't know who yet. We'll figure it out. We're going to be live streaming for like 12 hours every day. Something absurd like that. Um, and remember to laugh at corporate oh video God, games it's gonna be because horrible. it's going to be great. Um, <laughs> Throughout the week before that, though, remember to tune in to 10 for the Developers, Bug Smashers, Around the Verse, Reverse the Verse. This show again on Saturday. Just your best bet, honestly, is just to check imperialnews.network. Check the new tab. There's new stuff going up all the time. But, Eris, what if I'm on the go and I just want to quickly check something like Twitter? Is that covered by INN as well? It is. INN oh. does happen to have a Twitter account, as do the ma large majority of INN's spokespeople. You can find us at... Uh, Twitch, twitter.com slash uh, INN. I, what, what's our Twitter? INN underscore star citizen. INN underscore star citizen. Yeah. Follow us on Twitter. Follow us on Twitch. Follow us on YouTube. Follow us on the grinder. Black grinder. Yes. Around the bus. I'm going to cry now. Way to put me on the spot, Shiver. Yo. <laughs> did you did you cover the Patreon? Yeah. Oh, um, uh, I did actually paste the Patreon imperialnews.network slash support. You're not going to be able to hear me for this, but I'm outro musicing. Here we go. Thank you, everybody, for watching the show. Please come watch us every week right here. Twitch.tv slash Live. 2.30 p.m. Eastern Time, normally. Not today, though. Um, if you miss part of the show, you can catch it on our YouTube or on SoundCloud. Uh, you can go to our website, imperialnews.network, for all of our goodness. You can also go to patreon.com slash imperialnewsnetwork if you'd like to give us your hard-earned money and make things better for all of all of mankind. All of that money goes towards our citizen con trip and makes it easier on us to cover that for you thank you everyone for watching and we'll see you next time inside the bird